Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump the Night. My name is Riley Clark, and alongside me as always is... Trevor Jensen. And we are back with episode 85. Yeah, it, we're 85 episodes deep, and we're just now getting to a very broad topic, if you want to call it that. Yeah, not sure how many episodes it might take us to get through all of this one. This might be one of our first double parters or triple parters because of all the information we have yeah, to dump so on you. There's a lot that goes into this and you may have already guessed what we're already talking about based on the title and that is the disappearance of the mind civilization and to even like make it a more broader thing because we could even go into depth on how are the mayan calendars made how much information did they gather from aliens before they ended up advancing as far as were they, they did? aliens what, exactly were they what was the one that we did recently about the aliens that like also anunnaki. were like yeah, yeah the anunnaki what if they were descendants of the anunnaki and actually are like super advanced we kind of mentioned that that could be a possibility in that episode that maybe they were related and we just don't know yeah because you never know there are known research done that the pyramids align with certain stars and guess what the minds were good at aligning their stuff astrology yeah their astronomy and all their calendars and everything like and their mathematics and arithmetic and all that and it's just like this is very very old stuff we're talking about but they were so advanced that they're probably just as advanced as us without the same type of resources that we have nowadays right their main resources being crops fish obsidian and jade jade I think was another one which i've never yet actually in like, i'm sure there were some jade. other you know resources that were high of value but those are the main ones the aztecs are actually the ones with all the gold not the mayans mm-hmm. so they're a whole nother story as well yeah there's, they're, there's a lot they're not even like really the same they're completely different civilizations though they did have you know, encounters with each other over the course of time. Yeah, towards the later stages. Towards the later stages. The Mayan civilization is thought to have started 40,000 to 20,000 BCE. What does BCE actually stand for? Before Christ or something. What is the E, though? I know know before Christ. Before Christ Christ era? Is that it? Maybe. That would make know. enough sense. You know, I've never actually looked it up, but I know that, like there are different like I know it's classifications. before Christ. Yeah, I I know that too. I know you're right there. I just I don't know, I don't know what the E part stands for. I, well, I want to say era. Yeah, and that sounds like the most correct. <laughs> Not like trying to like put you on the spot, but it's just like I've been mowing that over for like the past ten minutes, and I'm like I don't really know. I just know. <laughs> but they're thought to have come from Alaska and migrated south to South America uh, in search of better food, warmer weather, um, more fertile crops. Yeah, and if that sounds weird that they came from Antarctica down here, because no, Alaska, it, Alaska. Bro. Sorry, I said I said Antarctica, but like same difference. We don't know of any civilizations ever. Shush, shush. Pangaea was a thing, and everything was different, and there was land bridges across our seas that aren't there anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at, though. Is like the geography of the planet was much different back then, so that makes sense if you're just like already calling bullshit. <laughs> But they migrated from 
again, Alaska to South America to more specifically the Mexican Yucatan Peninsula. And parts of Central America, too. you know, too. where Cancun and, and stuff like that is. A very popular tourist destination. Yes. Uh, and then around 6,000 B.C., they started to develop a ways of agriculture and, you know, making crops. And the, what they're famous for is, you know, their water duct systems. And yep. And you know what the funniest part about systems. this all is, too? Pottery is what jump-started their entire cultural civilization being yes. such a powerhouse. But think about it. Because because of pottery, trade became more valuable because you have more different ways to transport different items. Yep, And then on top sense. of that, the pottery itself is a trade good. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine nowadays if you found an actual pot from, like, a Mesoamerican culture like this? And you're just like, oh, wow, this is, like fine pottery that's it's like probably a fossil. worth and it's, it's like probably worth fossil. millions of dollars at this point too see how like the, just the the movement of trade between the different city states mm. of yeah. Mayan cultures that were in this area like pottery is what jump started all of this like society change completely like yeah for going from like tribal changed. shit to like more like city states then yeah so like having like some type of line of power and like their kings were essentially gods is how they treated them yeah and the only way you could become king is if you were born in the bloodline of the king because you know egyptian rulers are the same way and that's just how it works if you're born into power you're probably going to be powerful yeah, yeah, N naturally. Naturally. Because, you know, you're not gifted. You're just born into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Um, but, of course, because of this rapid growth in cultural change, uh, obviously neighboring city-states and places with finer resources are looking for better places and more well, resources and like you got to think about it on this like aspect too where it's like you play a video game right like apex or call of duty or something what's the best way to get the best loot you go and fight the other people and then right. you take their shit right exactly <laughs> so naturally that occurs in mind culture as well yep pretty and much every culture in the entire world has had warfare i and i know like when i went to school we weren't taught that they were violent people at all no, they didn't Other really than talk that about it. They did crazy human sacrifice. I also remember learning about a game that they used to play where they would like Yeah, I went to that spot. Where they had the, the death games. Yeah, yeah, where it was like they had like the if baskets. If you won, you died. Yeah, you and then they were and then they'd use your head as the ball, right? Or something like that. No, 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 no. no, no, no. There was an actual ball, but it was like a rock. Yeah, and it was heavy, and you had to make it into, yeah. like, a basketball hoop. And people yep. died playing this game. Yeah, I remember. I was going to say, that was the one thing Not that stuck out. Not just because they won. If you won, you were sacrificed. That's well, and it was an honor. Yeah, because you're you're like being sacrificed to their your deity at that point. Which I I had to re relook at some of these notes about what they worshipped and whatnot. But I know it's it's very in depth, and there was a lot of sacrificing going on. Just like hey, if we sacrifice somebody every month, the rain gods will bring us like good fortune and help our crops. Right, that's exactly what their gods were. They they had rain gods, sun gods drought gods whatever their names what, are 
volcano eruption gods, I'm sure. Because that, that's another whatever thing. Whatever natural occurrence could happen, they had a god for it, basically. Yeah. And, like, you got to think, too, back then, like, with the way the geography was and everything, like, they probably dealt with a lot of natural phenomena that was probably, like, very hard to deal with at the time with the Can their, like, stone huts and stuff. An earthquake and then a volcano? Erupting. Like, oh, how, yeah. How would you explain that? If you didn't know... The will of the gods. It, it like, didn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. It, it has like, to be the will of the gods. If we didn't have science to teach us when we were young, early, I would be like, what the fuck? I mean, the Godzilla's king was, here! The, yeah, the king was basically <laughs> like, a war yeah. chieftain, too. Like, he was literally, like, all about war and, like, this type of, like, you know, like, cult- culturalistic stuff where it's like, hey, we can't explain this because nature... Just does this stuff. The god of the volcano did this for me. And now I must go take right. the next civilization you know over. the kings were playing off everything that happened. Had to have been. Like, you, I would think so. Because, like, there, there's no real explanation for real, I guess, to say. Of, like, oh, they had a really good grasp on why this was like that or that was I'm like I'm sure this. there was a lot of political reasons to why chieftains would make decisions that they made. Like, say they needed... Say say there was a drought because okay. that is something that actually did happen with the Mayan civilization is they had a fifty and a one hundred year drought. So towards the end of their major existence as a civilization, what would you do as a king? Your people are looking at you to bring water, right? People are looking at you as a king to make it rain. Make it rain, bitch. That's what you're supposed to do. You're the king. You control all elements of to our life, right? Yeah. Because you're a god. Well, if it's not raining for a year, two years, and he's continually, we need to plant crops. We need to plant you're crops. You're a shit king. It doesn't rain. You don't get crops. People are dying of famine. What are you going to do? Well, you're probably going to have a lot of people sacrifice themselves. Use the blood of the innocents. you can't feed everyone, right? Yeah. And the only way to make your gods happy because of the blood bond that was made during creation is human sacrifice, which is what they believed. So the only way to make the God happy is if humans are bleeding or working hard. So, which is why you see a lot of these huge pyramids because the King is trying to please some type of God. And he's like, the only way I can do that or to show I have tons of power to make the gods happy is if we build this huge monument temple yeah. And then cover it in blood, basically. <laughs> well, and, like, the other thing that I want to touch on, too, is, like, do you think these places are, like, extremely haunted, basically? Because of how how much, like... Oh, I would definitely believe it. I couldn't tell you, like, when I went to Chichen Itza. Well, because like, it was in the middle of the day. It was in the middle of the day. People. There's tons of people. Yeah. But I could definitely see it being a Did you get, like, place. that, like, almost, like, electric feeling while you were there? Honestly, I couldn't even tell you I was so excited to be there. Well, I mean, that's another thing, too, is <laughs> I would have been just as excited, too, to see all that and stuff, because that's I awesome. And I was, di- like, listening to the, the tour guide talk and everything. Like, I was super interested in that. And, yeah, like, and they were probably just, learning like, Learning their side of the you. story, which it makes more sense now, like, from when what we were taught as a kid. Like They don't really teach us much in school about this stuff, which they I think they should go a lot more in-depth with, like, all of this, where it's, like, this is a very big part of history, yeah, and, like, when you go there and you you see the pictures that are drawn on the walls, like, at that game, yeah. like, it's crazy. They literally, 
I can find pictures on my phone from it, but literally it's a picture of a guy taking a sword to his head and then the next like scene is like a guy holding his head with the sword in his hand and it's like dripping blood everywhere and it's like super graphic and this is like etched into the stone yes that's so cool like it's a hieroglyph yeah that's it's crazy. fucking cool as hell it just it it boggles my mind that that's how their society chose to do things considering how it's so primitive and, you and gotta like think that, that probably happened all the time, but like, why would they depict that one event on the event like structure itself? Because that event itself, that particular event that they were describing, had more importance than any of the other ones. Right. And these these people were advanced. Like here, let's just, let's touch on their like some of their accomplishments. Like their mathematics system is crazy. They used a twenty base system. The bar and dot counting system, that is the base of Mayan num numerals, and it was in use between 1000 BC, and then it was adopted by the uh, late pre-classic era, and the symbol for zero. This may have been the earliest known occurrence of the idea of an explicit zero worldwide. So these people automatically just started knowing this, and just it's now common knowledge that there's a numerical number of zero. Which is nuts to me. Right. Um, let's see. What else is there? Uh, and the earliest use of the zero served as a placeholder, indicating an absence of a particular uh, cal calendrical count. This later developed into a numeral that was used to perform calculation and was used in hieroglyphic texts for more than a thousand years until writing system was extinguished by the Spanish. And now this is where the tragedy also comes in because the Spanish came through and fucked this all up. They're probably one of the bigger reasons why a lot of Mayans aren't around today. Um, the basic number system consists of a dot to represent one and a bar to represent five. So it's almost like... Um, what is it like when you do the the slashes with the slash through it? Uh, I remember doing mine math in like middle school, but I can do it today. Yeah, the Mayan numerals from zero to nineteen used repetitions of these symbols, which, I mean, they they were using numbers with symbols, but they were using numbers. They were writing equations. Literally, yeah, they were solving mathematical equations. Uh, numeral was determined by its position as a numeral shifted upwards its basic value multiplied by 20 in this way the lowest symbol would represent units the next symbol would represent multiples of 20 and the symbol above that would represent multiples of 400 and so on for example the number 884 would be written with four dots on the lowest level and four dots on the next level up. The two dots on the next level after that to give it four times one plus four times 20 plus two times 400 equals 884. Using the system, the Maya were able to record huge numbers. Simple addition could be performed by summoning the dots and the bars in two columns and give the result in the third column. So you're right. They were literally doing math. Right, and they're probably using these equations to build these temples. Literally. Why else would they need such large numbers? Could you imagine that... Like, I mean, they would, did their population was very large as well. And then you, you start asking the question internally and like to everybody else, like, where did they learn this? How did they know it makes, that there was something like really this? One thing I've never really seen in like, the books is like, how did the Mayans 
teach their young. Like, you don't really ever hear about the youth. Yeah, like, how did they school everybody? Like, were you just born to be a warrior at first, and then... Kind of like the Spartans. Or you were just... You lived in the life you grew up as. Like, if your family was huh. farmer, that's just all you did. Yeah, like, could... Was it, like, a hierarchy where, like, it's not you were like born you into that get, class? Like, how... I'm not sure how the bloodline thing would work. They'd, I'm sure they wouldn't allow... Well, like, what if you were a farmer and say, I'm your son, I know, weird, weird flex. And then I was like, yo, I want to be a scholar and, like, work on the calendar. Well, could you do that? Or did you have to be a farmer because your dad was a farmer? And that's the easiest way to transfer knowledge, right? Yeah, you would think if... If there is no schooling system. Yeah, if they're not literally sitting down a, a group of kids teaching them all these basic things. How would you teach someone who's been raised to be a farmer to be a scholar without an education system i don't know I don't, but obviously I don't they know. were intelligent and it wasn't just like unless it was just a few of them that were intelligent and then they were just leading the the blind which possible but also it seemed like they were all pretty logistically smart right i want to say that they're the knowledge goes all the way across but like it also makes me think like were you only allowed to do what you were allowed to do like as you were born into yeah i mm, that's a tough call because i, I, like I want to say probably, probably different in like every city state depending on the leader i i would think well and you gotta think too probably like if the say the city states on the water majority of them are probably going to be fishermen you live on the inside you know in the lower part of Thing like that of that sort i guess is probably the best way to say it that's that that's my best guess though right because it just makes me think like the bloodline thing makes me think that they think your talents are blood related so if you were born by a warrior you would be a better you'd be better fit as a warrior because you have warrior's blood who do they pick to sacrifice though that's the thing too is like i think everyone was willing to sacrifice themselves. so it was just like whoever stepped up to the plate that day was murdered maybe yeah or oh god maybe it was someone who did something wrong and or you think they were like when they needed the crops to yield more plentiful bounties they were killing off farmers and then so on and so forth like if they wanted to win a, a, a really big battle like in the next like raid they were doing they kill off a warrior could have yeah i mean it would also make sense that way but it's it's also like a very hard swing where it's like i don't really know these facts like it's not just like well stone. i know one way they decided was that game that that is also true where it's like if you win the game like you win the honor of getting sacrificed which fuck that game i'm not playing <laughs> <laughs> no i ain't playing that sport i'm I sorry mean, i feel like there was multiple ways like i mean if someone accidentally killed themselves i think they would consider that a sacrifice i don't think they looked at it like that you know what i mean like like you'd go jump off the top of Chichen Itza and they're like, he sacrificed himself for the gods! Yeah! Ah! It's going like, to rain! Oh no, Juan Carlos! <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they honored the dead, right? Like, You would think so, because, I mean, you got, like, the Day of the Dead and everything in, like, Mexico and, you know, like, it's... It's I just culturally different. On Day of the Dead, actually. Did you really? Yeah. That's that's quite a re- like that's that's quite a quinky dink. I almost said irrelevant, but it's not irrelevant. That's a coincidence as hell. That's pretty cool though. Was it? Were they having like a special thing going on? Like where they were all like, uh, there was a bunch of like, mind people all around and stuff. Like, yeah. the one of my favorite things like was just walking around and looking at the temples, obviously, because they're they're absolutely massive, but like. You don't realize how big of an area it is. 
that until these temples you are in until you like miles. you're literally walking through like this jungle basically so i crazy. mean you show up at like a huge parking lot and like, <laughs> it's super touristy right like there's a spot to have a picnic and like places to get food and a gift yeah, shop but then you like bullshit. walk through the woods for a while and then you just come up to this huge pyramid it's just in the woods all of a sudden it just shows up and you look and there's just this massive field with all these massive structures and it's just a huge place it's architecturally amazing it's that they could accomplish that insane, in the middle of the forest like that's so cool i really want to make a trip down there one day and see this stuff for myself just like the pyramids like i'd really really like to go and see all this stuff firsthand account and be like wow what a feat yeah it's the only pyramids i've seen we actually did get to see a couple other of them from like the road but it's not really the same it's not yeah not until you like walk up and look straight up at everything and realize that the pictures don't do it justice and it's just smaller in the picture than they really is it's important because it actually it's one of the early rises in the civilization and then again it has a decline yeah, the culture, for a yeah, long the culture time. dips. And then it becomes a higher powered city again late in the culture because all the people started moving around because And their Spain. trade routes expand throughout all of Central America and all that stuff. And that's when they start actually branching out and talking to all the other city states of the like Aztecs and uh Oh, what was the other one? Incas. The Incas, yeah, like all the other like like Mesoamerican cultures that are down there too, where it's just like, this is insane considering how, from my knowledge, you would think that like, cause like if you look at like Native American stuff there, they were not very friendly to other tribes. So the fact that like once their cultures flourished and saw small decline, they were able to like work out their differences and adopt other cultures into their own culture too, like their right. own other gods and stuff, which is insane. Because you would think that they'd be closed-minded to all this, but it just proves that there might have been something else helping push them along and furthering their knowledge. There's over 30 different Mayan languages that still exist today. That's crazy. And that's not even including some of the dead languages that we don't know. Right, exactly. Which, that always boggles my mind that somehow we lost the like knowledge or like know-how on how to translate some of these things and it's so tragic like um what's the one language um that like they always say that demons speak in that we can't like latin <sighs> latin yeah like like actual latin but like we i know latin's not like a great um a great what do you call it Shit, my brain just farted so hard. I don't know where you're going with it, so sorry, I'm just saying because, like, because, like, you know, like there there are languages that we just will never understand, like what some things have said because we can't read it anymore. Right. But yeah. and like that, like this is also like another like good point of emphasis where it's like the Spanish came like in and Don destroyed. Anaki, if we could translate them, yeah, all and, the stories we could learn. And it, and it just makes me like wonder, like, why do cultures destroy other like information like this aliens and that that that's where i'm trying to get back to is like are they trying to cover up something that we were not ready for because they were advancing too quickly and then here you are right because i mean it's crazy so the mind civilizations at this all-time peak right and then all of a sudden the spaniards come yeah and then they bring you got disease. spanish flu like plagues all this bullshit 
and it basically wipes out a majority of the Mayan civilization. Probably about ninety percent or so. Probably around ninety percent, to be honest. Like there were these are diseases that these people had never seen before. They had no cure for it. They had no idea what was brought to them. They probably had no idea how it really got here. Like think about chicken pox. If if you back in that day developed chicken pox, it is highly contagious. And they're probably like thinking, Well, they're it just was sick. smallpox then. Yeah, or smallpox, yeah, and that's measles what it is. and mumps. Yeah, and which that's way are worse. Crazy because you have giant freaking pus balls that come from your skin. Yeah, and then your entire internal organs just shut down. Yeah. And it's like that's fucked up. And who knows what other diseases too. Yeah, with even with drought and famine and all that shit too, if Right, yeah. And at the same time the Spaniards came, I'm pretty sure the Mayans had just gotten over like basically a 200 years where it only got rain for 50. Yeah, and that's not very great for cropping. <laughs> right, and it's not good for famine. And I'm sure it wasn't good for the amount of sacrifices that were happening. And there was also a huge overpopulation problem as well. I would assume so, especially if you're if, if you look at most Every history culture yeah, ever. Anytime anything starts to go off the rails and way too quick... Usually you're going to end up crashing. Yeah, when it becomes like this almost utopia-like civilization, overpopulation is always the the downfall because, sure, you have plentiful food and you have all this, but what happens when one thing happens and all your food's gone? Okay, so I'm going to ask you this question. In 2012, did you believe the world was going to come to an end because the mind calendar ended? Not really. I was. I, I, I was half. I half. thought it would be a good, like, it would be crazy if it was. But I mean, you think about it. Like, the way I I saw it is they probably just were gave up on it. <laughs> either gone before they got to finish like, yep. a continuation of the calendar, or another theory is that it reset. And my other thought process on that too is, what if? We are seeing the decline of our world, and it's starting to spiral in 2022. I know it's many years past it now, but like, what? Like, if you look back at what happened in 2012 to now, a lot of bad things have been going wrong, and like global warming is real, and now like our polar ice caps are melting, and it's starting to change our climate. It's like Michigan weather has been really, really weird these past like 10 years. Instead of it being been. cold all the way through like December and everything up until now, it doesn't snow until January. Yeah, that's really it is very strange. I remember when it used to snow on Halloween. Yeah, and then you would have inches of snow on Halloween and then on Christmas you'd have a foot or two of snow. Now you can ride your motorcycle on the day of Christmas. It doesn't <laughs> or go fucking fishing matter. In a boat. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter because it's it's still fine out. And people want to tell me that it's not changing, but it is. Like, it's 100% changing. Maybe that was some of what was going on, too. Maybe the Earth was changing and it wasn't allowing the minds to live like they were because... That's very true. That could be that could be a real big reason. Or another another theory that I always come up with is, like, the aliens left them. They just left them out to dry and said... We've given you enough knowledge, we're outie. And they just collapsed because they don't have that they backbone anymore. They don't anymore. have that stability. Exactly. Where it's very possible, or like they took their 
the like I would just, I'll just it use is. the Anunnaki like theory where it's like they just took the Anunnaki people that were also descendants of like great goddess like aliens and just plucked them out and then next thing you know they don't have any leaders. It is interesting that after like the golden age and whatnot that they started from going from like giant war powered city states to more democratic. Yeah, city extremely states. democratic city states. Could that have been the conflict right there? Is that the shift in power? The aliens left at the golden age and said, "Have fun," and we just went war crazy, and then all of what was left of the aliens died out, and it was only humans left. And that's when Spain came and and fucked, fucked their them world up. up. Ah, it's very, it's very, very possible. All theory, but that could have been when the aliens left. Could have been. Kind of what happened to Anunnaki a little bit. I think so. The alien said, we're out. Peace deuces. Going back to uh, Ypsilon, whatever the fuck they called it. <laughs> Which, that was literally two weeks ago, and I don't remember the name of shit. But cause... they left them knowledge. We don't know if the Mayans were left knowledge or not. We don't yeah. know their language well enough to find the stories either. Well, and fucking Spaniards decided to burn everything. Yeah, everything true. that they was like to light things on fire. Yeah, that was u- like useful fucking information. They were like, "Get rid of it, village the town." We are conquistadors. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I can do. I don't know how to speak like Spain. I wish Spanish, I did. So I wish I was a dual linguist where I could actually talk about everything and anything, or like maybe like trade routes collapsed and like their. They're like, I mean, that's huge to any city, right? If your trade routes collapse and you can't get your certain goods in goods, and out, yeah. man, you're you're pretty much screwed then. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it's a huge strategy of wars to take I was going to say, you look at World War II, and, like, that's basically what jump-started, like, a gigantic, like, conquest, because, oh, well, we're not going to send goods here. Well, we're not going to send goods here. Well, fuck you. No, fuck you. And then I got into a big shit How match. How do we stop the Blitzkrieg? I know. We'll just take out his trading supplies so he can't, he can't get the bombs where he needs them. Exactly. He can't build the shit he needs to. Or he doesn't have enough food now, because fuck him. Or you look at, like, the Battle of the Bulge, like, in, um... I think it was Poland or something like that, where they, like, surround our, like, American forces basically on every side. And everybody was really cut off getting supplies, and you had to airdrop shit in. And it's like, well, that's how you choke out, a, like, a military force at that point is where it's just, like... They don't have ammo, food, rations, nothing. You can't tell me that these kings weren't going, okay, there's a city in the middle here that's way too powerful. If I get everyone around them to join forces with me, they're screwed. Pretty much. We can just walk them right out of power. Yeah. And then you also wonder, too, like, did the Mayans just abandon all of this? Like, did they just walk away and say, hey, everything's changed. Like, there's more powerful civilizations popping up everywhere. Like, we go north, south, there's this and, and that and the other. They kind of did that, though. They kind of did abandon every little, like, one place would fall and they would just kind of move to the next. And that's how Chitsunitsa became so powerful and lost power and yeah. came back to power. Like, it's because they kind of just moved to where wherever the, like, I, I want to say the most, like, faith. Probably. Because it probably the, had to do with that. they were very religiously, po- like, influenced. Oops. So I feel like whatever city-state had the most faith and most 
religious belief behind their leader was always the most powerful. Yeah, I would believe that. And then, like, same thing goes Maybe with, like, people. Maybe then it came down to, like, just one month, like, super power-hungry king, and he just screwed them all. Yeah, and then you got the Spaniards coming in and absolutely, like, routing them and pretty much conquesting the whole Mayan civilization right. Didn't just whole. bring disease, they brought war. Yeah, and they lost and came back with reinforcements. Yes. Because the Mayans are savvy warriors, which is even cooler in its own right. It's just, it's so unbelievable to me that such an advanced civilization would fall the way it does and then just ghost. It's just a ghost town at that point, and it just never recovers. Because, like, you think about the Americas, like, Native Americans are still pretty prevalent. Like, they are persecuted, and they're not nearly as prominent as they were but they're not like like their culture isn't just gone most of the Mayan culture is basically gone yeah I mean there's still super close practices to the culture but it's not exactly like there isn't hundred thousand people living the Mayan culture in a city that it's more spread out yeah where it's like I'm a descendant I of think a Mayan there, I think there's like five million Mayans still to this day that practice the culture but it's not like they're they don't go have powwows every week they're not congregated in like multiple cities that are yeah it's not like how they still have like tribes of people just living right. together they're integrated with society yeah so. like the reservoirs which is cool but you would like to see a civilization you would have liked to see what if they've fully lived out their like the whole span of their culture and like to what it would have been today yeah is I, my thought i want to see like what they would have built it would have been amazing it probably they, would have been the one of the biggest superpowers in the world honest to god right. how would how would have if spain would have came here and not been so violent and uh hungry for gold and riches and power if they would have came here and just Shit, gave him a helping Instead hand. of going, oh, you won't conform to our religion, why don't we just integrate with each other and work together and build an amazing society? Why do humans have to be like, you don't look like me, you're not the same as me, you won't do as I do, so you must die? Systemic beliefs is my guess, where it's it's been beaten to people's minds for so long that if even if you look at like really old like texts and stuff, people were being subjugated as slaves for workforces and things like that. And I'm sure there was some type of slavery that was going on in the Mayan culture, too. There was Mayan slave, slave trade. Exactly. So. so it's like, as long as that is in any type of, like, mindset or is even, like, closely related to anything, people are going to think like that. Like, still nowadays, I still know racist people that are still the same way where it's like, well, he's not as equal to me because his skin color or his cultural beliefs or shit like that. And it's like, how ignorant can people really be like how are we how can we ever learn from the past if we don't focus on the future and the future is working together as one to provide a stable world for everyone to enjoy yeah look it's at spacex for, yeah <laughs> it's every the world is here for all of us it's not just here because i'm white or you're black or he's brown or he's blue or he's green like that's that's not the reason we're alive the reason we're alive is because we were put here by something greater than us that believes we can make this a better place. And until we believe that we can actually do that, 
we're just going to continue to see history repeat itself like the Mayan culture. We're, we're going to be in World War III. destroy ourselves. Literally. And continuously go into war because we want to put beliefs on other people or because we're so hungry for this resource or that resource when it's not yours to take. It's for all of us to have. Because why can't we all just get along? Yeah. Leave Brittany alone. We're going on a tangent about this, equality cause, right cause now. Because the, the funniest part is it still relates back to Mayan culture and everything. Like, that's the craziest part to me is, like, everything that we've talked about today has to do with, like, more than one reason on probably why the Mayan I, civilization collapsed. I think collapsed. their progression and decline is something that we can learn from and used to improve ourselves. Agreed. They face something that we are in right now, and that's a pandemic of viruses. It's probably never going away. And it, <laughs> it's it. still a problem to this day. Yeah, you can still get the vaccine and And there's still nothing get sick. we can do about it. There's still going to be another virus a year from now or two years from now. Viruses are never going to stop. You got the avian vaccine. flu, you got the swine flu, you got the COVID, you got everything. Every year there's, it's something new. It's Viruses is nature. We can't stop it. It's Impossible. a wave. We just got to start sacrificing people again to the greater, uh, like, yeah. germ gods maybe and say, should, leave us alone. Maybe we should dive into the sacrifice, sacrificial. <laughs> what what if the NFL, every time you won the Super Bowl, Matthew <laughs> <laughs> Stafford said, <laughs> they just kill off the whole team and they're like, Joe okay. Head. <laughs> they just hold up their heads and their helmets and they're just like, now the COVID-19 will go away forever. You would have retired a long time ago. <laughs> Oh my god. We need to bring back blood sports. <laughs> this is what we've been missing. Honest to God, that would be one of the most interesting sport I would ever fucking watch. The answer to all of our problems. Blood sports. Blood sport. <laughs> we need to go back to our barbaric oh gladiator god. ways. If somebody gets targeted and they get beat with a club before the end of the game, it's all good and fun. <laughs> it's just what it is. Holy shit. I mean... Hey, if there's anything we've learned from ancient civilizations is that human sacrifice does prolong your existence for thousands of years. (laughs) Then you start thinking, is there weight to this? (laughs) (laughs) Like, were they right killing people? (laughs) Is killing people the answer? We need to paint our cities in blood. Holy shit. I can see it now at the top of Chichen Itza. There's just a big old table, and they just fucking gouge somebody else, and blood just starts dripping down all the steps. Oh, no, dude. They like to take the heart out out while it's still beating. Oh, God. And raise it to the sun. Just, (laughs) No, thanks. (laughs) That just sounds so fun. As it's squirting out of the little arteries. There's a sunset behind you. It's very, very captivating. Not Maybe not in the best way, but it's captivating. Blood dripping from your hands. Oh, my God. And then you lick it, and you're just like, I will be powerful. I think they did, bro. I would imagine they probably did. Do you think it. they drank blood? I think... One thing we didn't learn in our research today is how much... I think there was a lot of cannibalism that happened. I wouldn't doubt it. I honestly... I mean, it's you got different. all this human sacrifice, all this good meat. I was just going to say, are you going to let the body rot or are you going to eat the flesh? Because it puts the lotion on its skin. And, and I mean, during times of famine, humans have known to dive into dark cannibalism. I mean, so. look at the Dahmer party when they crashed the plane and then they just started eating people one by one. It's just like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. And then you got the fucking really gross people. I don't people think they eat, ate multiple people. They ate like two people, didn't they? 
I swear, because they one dude died of too. hypothermia and then they ate him and then they preserved his and meat. And the dude the... ate his sister. Yeah. Which is like, oh my god. <laughs> like, they're eating people to stay alive. But, I mean, it's, it's turkey. They're eating salted turkey. <laughs> Don't tell me why I know that. I've heard a lot of fucking cannibals. They were eating human things. flesh raw, though. They weren't even cooking it. That's worse. The fact that they would eat it too after it was preserved in the ice for a long time is just like think about that, fucking dude. crazy. Just taking, looking at your arm and, and just, just piece by piece by piece until you get some meat off. I, I if it if it were me, I'd probably take a knife and just shallow cuts. I, just, I can't just even shallow. rip my skin open just with my teeth. Well, the craziest part is too, you can bite your own pinky off with the same force it takes to bite a baby carrot in half. But you put it in your mouth and you bite down, your brain will physically not let you bite hard enough to cut it off. So will it do that to someone else's severed arm? Exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing, but it's not the same thing. So what makes the difference? Like, if I were to bite your pinky hard enough right now, I could probably eat the whole thing. And, but if you try to do it yourself, you just can't do it because your brain's like, nah, nah, nah. I can't eat myself. But I'll eat his. <laughs> All right. Hypothetical question since we're on oh, this. Oh, fuck. <laughs> cannibalism <laughs> subject. You're lost. You haven't had food in days. You're getting very hungry. But you have an injured arm that's basically severed. You could cut it off. Like, is it non-operable after the fact? Yeah. So, like, you wouldn't even so it's have dead used weight. to it yeah. if it was... If you were to get rescued and live tomorrow. It would end up being a nub anyway. Right. Do you cut it off and eat it? Or you just hope for repair when you get found? I'm probably going to put it on a spigot and eat it. Just, you know, like over the fire, just roasting it with my one arm that's still good. Just like, it's going to be good. It's going to be smoked meat. How do you know when it's done? Do you know what human flesh looks like when it should be done cooked? (laughs) I mean, I'm over here thinking like... I like my marshmallows burnt on the outside, but Same. I know they're gooey on the inside. <laughs> Put a nice char on it. So I'm just going to char the shit out of it until I can just peel off some of it. Just there. Crunch. Meat. Meat, muscle, and sinew. Actually, the most important thing that you could eat off your own body would be your bone marrow. I was just thinking, like, don't you just crack your bone in half and drink the stuff, basically? No, it's like a, it's like a fatty it is? You've never had bone marrow before? No. Oh, okay. So it's like a fatty, like, chunk. Is it, like, almost like tissue? Like, think, like, lobster meat. I like. I do like me some lobster meat. Yeah, it's kind of like that a little bit. So, like, you, it's almost like if you were to crack your bone open, but it'd be fattier, like having, like, a like crab, fattier. meaty you know crab thing in crab's there. Crab's not really fatty. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's more, like, like, thin. It's like that kind of, like, texture, but, like, fattier. What So it's, like, fuck? spongy. It sounds tasty? It's really good. Well, I gotta try me some marrow now. Not human marrow, people. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I like, haven't had human marrow. And we're not like, over here like, it was bro. Like ox, ox or something. Let's go kill your neighbor and eat his bone marrow. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. We're not zombies. We're not zombies. Not yet. <laughs> Holy fuck! I, you know, I just I would believe that a lot of that was going on back in these times. I mean, I just, I just believe I think it. Back that far, and I just I believe that cannibalism is more accepted accepted yeah. than it is now i think so because now you're like you're completely fucking off your rocker if you're eating we're talking human brains. survival and these people live to survive when we live for free will really 
Well, what if these people that are murdering their like family members and shit like that and holding their heads in boxes and getting caught by the cops, if they're just like, my God's told me to do this and I'll have good fortune forever. I'm sure some people do do that, and then they end it, up I in mean, a crazy seems, house. But like the thing is, like, what if they're getting like all the commissary, and like everybody loves them, and it's just like they got good fortune, but it's not the right kind of fortune. <laughs> rich in jail. I'm I'm jail rich. <laughs> I gotta cook up every week. <laughs> oh my god! As as hard as this topic is to cover, like I definitely can see the funny side of it all. Where it's just like, it's pretty dark. It's deep and dark. That's for sure. So do you think that there's more, like, alien-rich connection to the disappearance really, of the Mayans? I really, really, really do. I think the collapse stems from them having their, like, their prolific leader society. Like, that would have been the Anunnaki-type race of alien or something that was a higher, like, you know, intelligence than they are. Pulling out when they do and then the whole collapse of the mayans would make a lot more sense instead of just being like well there's a drought theory or oh, there's a famine theory i think that their core leadership was taken away and then they started to decline because of that overall so their kings were not actually gods no more unless their kings were being led by another like being an alien where they were like so, like, how do I say this? Like, their advisors were the aliens, and they were advising the kings to do this type of thing and lead their people. This is my theory, is that the aliens were the kings in every culture. They were plants. They were plants. And then, because I'm sure that there was some type of human-alien hybrid like there was in the Anunnaki. Okay, okay. That they were able, that's where the bloodline becomes so important. And rich enrich because now you have this generation of alien human powers do you think it dilutes over the the course of them having offspring so like if you have an alien and a human mate their offspring is diluted and then dilutes and dilutes and dilutes right, until it's it almost like human, non because it was probably smack. it was probably just that one time with the alien just to like get the bloodline moving and then after that it didn't matter it kind of fizzles a little bit out and out and out for so long you're taught that it's the bloodline like they're a god so they're a descendant of a god so now they they must be a god but like the 12th child in the line of secession do you think he's kind of a god or is he like no he's still a god I think that's where people started to rise up. And where they're like, nah, fuck this kid. He's fucking 13th in line. Like, hell nah. Right. It's time for someone else. Put the democracy into power. Exactly. And then that's because the aliens are like, peace out. Our work here is done. See, Figure I like that we both have very differing, like, ideas on what it could be in, like, the aspect of, like, non, like, literal things that, like, are in text that all the scientists want to say are true. Because it's like... There's hieroglyphs of, like, helicopters and shit back then. You're not telling me that there ain't kind of aliens back then? You can't tell me that they weren't seeing things in the sky, too. There was a fucking rocket ship on one of the, like, down south in, like, Central America. There was literally a rocket ship in one of the hieroglyphs for one of these, like, civilizations. Who the fuck showed them a rocket ship other than a fucking alien? (laughs) Is that, that's the one they made the 3D model of, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, 
okay, there ain't no way that they just came out of this with their assholes and it's it looks like what a modern day rocket ship would fucking look like or a helicopter would look like in modern day. Like there's no fucking way. It's not it's not coincidence. It's not. I'll fucking beat that drum until I die. <laughs> it's like a bongo drum. <laughs> hey, I feel very strongly about this. But think about it. The Mayans didn't discover farming till pretty late af after their arrival to South America. The Anunnaki were taught farming by the aliens. Oh shit! Or the Anunnaki taught the humans how to farm. Yeah, they they advanced their agricultural knowledge and what to do and how to till fields. So and all who's bullshit. to say that the story isn't the same? Like we were saying before, that there may be more of a connection between the Anunnaki aliens and the Mayans. See, folks, aliens really did come to very pre-ancient Earth and set us on they the course. They migrated south from Alaska. Are we really going to believe that? They made it all the way through Alaska down here. No, the aliens flew them in their helicopters. <laughs> Are there... I don't even know if there's actual, like, physical evidence that that actually happened. I'd be willing to bet that there might might have been like tablets and shit that depicted like a long trek, but I just you know I don't I don't rem recall seeing anything like that or like seeing very much information about it either. So it's very likely that it could have just not happened and like they could have been planted there, like you said. Right. Would you make sense? Maybe a scientist wanted to have a big payday and goes, "They came from Alaska." It wouldn't be that out of the norm for somebody and then, to boom, make that's shit what's up. Get said in history forever. But Literally. really, what they mean is, yes, they came from north, but we're talking vertical north. <laughs> just, just, just point up to the stars, that north. <laughs> you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong at all. They just landed here and said, hey, look, there's like a monkey fish looking man. Let's make, let's make babies and create a civilization of people. <laughs> monkey fish man. Monkey fish man. Oh, my God. Okay. I think, I think we touched on basically everything that i wanted to cover in this topic yeah if there's more we will get there because i still want to there's still a lot of information that we left the out incas aztecs there's a bunch more about the mines that we've kind of left out yeah we summarized a lot of it and we didn't go too in depth on everything but there's a lot of information on their culture out there that we could have sat here for three days worth and read you 25 30 pages of notes that we could have taken we do have, but we summarized it. <laughs> yes, pretty much. And we want to continuously thank everyone for supporting our podcast, whether it be on YouTube or Pandora or Apple Music. Go give us a review. We have some glowing reviews on Apple Podcasts yes. that I am so happy about, and I love you guys for that. It was so nice to read those. Yeah, they're actually from a while ago, so sorry if you're listening to us and be like, wow, I can't believe you haven't shot at us. I didn't even know I could look at it. <laughs> I, yeah, just happened to come across it the other day, and I was like, oh my gosh, we have reviews. And we fucking slept on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we continuously love all the support. Um, make sure you go check out some merch. Help support us a little further. Uh, we don't make much off the, the merch, to But be you honest, get cool but, swag. But you get that cool swag, and you get to promote us wherever you are. And that means friends. a lot to us. Tell all your friends about what goes up the night. Yes, Tell don't forget all. to share our episodes. Don't forget to tag your friends. 
really do any of that. I know we should probably say this stuff at the beginning of the episode, but that's so boring. Yeah, you always want the hard-hitting evidence. You guys want the... We want to bring you the facts right away. Leave this for the end because we thank you. I'm too excited not to get into it. We thank you for making it this far and listening to our spiel. Listening to the spiels. (laughs) Where we try to sell you stuff. Poor shame. Literally through the phone because you're probably listening on your phone. Poor shame me. (laughs) I just love that. Oh, my God. Give us your money. Yeah, but I mean, like. Thank you guys seriously from the bottom of our hearts. It 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 is wild to know that we're almost at episode 100 and it's been years of in the making and today I just heard that another one of my old classmates and a, a good friend of mine his wife started listening to it and I was like that's just nuts to me that people are finding out about this every now and again just randomly and just getting hooked on it just like how we got hooked on doing it. Yeah. We we're actually just recently in the top like 150 episodes in the u.s on apple so. yeah which is a huge feat because not episodes podcasts yeah Top 150 and if, if you really podcasts. really think about it like usually when you go on any podcasting platform like that that's oversaturated already like it is and you scroll through like all the top ones it usually only goes to 200 so the fact that we were on that list that if somebody random was just scrolling through it and they saw it they could just click on it instead of having to literally type in our name it's amazing and i i can't go out of my way enough to say thank you guys and thank you because of all of you searching our show and listening to us we are now the third option if you type in what goes bump on google because google is starting to love us so that's pretty freaking sweet. So, again, we are nothing without the night crew, and we do it for you, and we absolutely love you guys with all of our heart. And remember, folks, to keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. I got poop. Mm-hmm.